The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I heard about this Friday afternoon. I was going around doing a few bits and pieces. And I heard about this, that a group of activists from the Cork-Palestine Solidarity Campaign had occupied the offices of AXA Insurance at South Mall. Now, it was a peaceful uh, occupation. There was no trouble caused at all, but they did occupy it. Um, as a protest against what they say are AXA's long-standing investments in Israel. And we're, what, a couple of hundred days now into what is happening and what began on the morning, early on the morning of October 7th and is still going on. And we've talked about it at length and it's horrible what's happening over there. Horrible. Anne McShane, Anne, good morning. Hi, hi, PJ. You were one of the people who went into AXA on Friday. Well, actually, I didn't go into the building. Okay. Other people went into the building. I was outside the building okay. um, during the occupation, which was, as you say, very peaceful. There was discussions that took place. There were a couple of songs sang inside there, and people recited Palestinian poetry. It was that kind of an event, and it was aimed at drawing attention to the continued investment of AXA Insurance, which also owns Leia their continued investment in companies and banks that are part of the ethnic cleansing of Palestinians. They have investments, big investments in, in, in Israel. So there's three banks. Um, there, there, there are companies, including Caterpillar, which I, I don't know, but I would presume the that company, Caterpillar yeah. could work. Yeah. Could could be Caterpillar, the yeah the equipment company, isn't it? Yeah, Caterpillar. plant hiring anyway, tools, the, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Look, there's a whole thing going on now where they're creating this buffer zone around Gaza. So I wouldn't be surprised if Caterpillar were involved in that. But more specifically, there are three banks. There's the Israeli Discount Bank, there's the bank Hapolium, and there's the bank Liumi. These three banks invest in the settlements. So they've been part of the building of the settlements, they've been part of the maintenance of the settlements, and they've been part of the transport links between settlements. And as you know, these settlements are a serious problem because mm-hmm. the land has been taken from Palestinian people mm-hmm. and they've been uh, disconnected from each other. And like more than 60% of the land in the West Bank now is under Israeli occupation one way or another. Okay. They, 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 they turn up, bulldoze the houses down, um, evict the occupants who then end up in refugee camps mm-hmm. and... At the moment, you'll have probably heard that the right wing of the uh, government in Israel are calling for settlements to be commenced in Gaza. Well, in so, terms you know, in terms of covering, yeah. uh, you know, following yeah. the news from something like what is going on over there, which, as I said, is horrible and continues to be horrible. I'm a great yes. believer in the old, very old truth that is that the first casualty of war is fact. So yes. I'm very careful where I take my news from, but I do appreciate what you're telling me. But and the question that I would ask, and is the, the AXA office in Cork is staffed by ordinary Cork people who have yes. little or nothing. Some of them probably couldn't even find Gaza on a map and certainly haven't been to that part of the world. Why disrupt their day's work? 
Well, it's not actually, to be perfectly fair, they carried on working. There was no disruption. Okay. The people that went in there, they sat in the public area, they talked, they didn't, they didn't, there was no megaphoning inside or anything okay. like that. Okay. It's to make a point and maybe they maybe they agree with some of them. I don't know. Mm. A, a Possibly. And to the people, there's people driving around the city at the moment. People are driving around our city yeah. at the moment with, yeah. an, with an AXA insurance disc on their I car. Know. Are they offending yeah. you? Well, no, they're not offending me. I want to tell them about what their company is doing. Now, AXA previously was investing in Elbit, which is a weapons uh, company, and it has disinvested to some extent in that. So the pressure does count. And I don't think people would like to think that their insurance premiums were going to fund the occupation. And that is precisely what's happening through its investment investment arm, AXA is investing in these companies which are carrying out uh, which are are, are inve- themselves financing the most cruel ethnic cleansing of Palestinian people. And it's all part of the problem. It's all part of the wish of the Israeli government mm. to completely empty Gaza and and Palestine, the Palestinians. So if, if I was... And, and I don't and think I, I'm and exaggerating there. I know. Though, and if I, if I was, and, and I'm not, um, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm insured with a different company, but if I was... Yeah. If I had my car insurance at the moment with access or my house insurance or whatever insurance I have, if I had my car insurance with AXA at the moment and I was about to renew, would you be asking me not to? Yes, I would say you should transfer to another company and you should let AXA know why you're doing so. They need to understand that the people that... uh, they are 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 their uh, subscribers up to now are unhappy about what's okay. happening, or you could say to them, which is what we did say in the letter, that they should divest from these banks, that they shouldn't invest in them any longer, and then ha- happy as Larry, you know, carry on using the insurance company. Sure. But I think that they have an obligation, and and they have the, there is this ethics code which applies to all insurance companies, and AXA said that they are subscribing to that but if you look at the fine print you will see that that is not the case oh, yeah. I mean, the BDS movement researches these things well I'm not like trying to um, no. confuse people the, the I'm just B- trying to the, inform them the BDS yeah. boycott divest sanctions campaign I've been reading a, a bit about this and uh, someone I know well has become quite an activist in it um, That, but one thing about Israel and uh, this is not uh, this is not a pro-Israeli standpoint or a pro-Israeli comment, I'm just saying, Israeli, Israel is one of the most technologically advanced countries on the planet. And there are thousands yeah. of businesses have investment yeah. in Israel, in universities, in hospitals, in businesses, in technology, in research. I mean, you know, so are you asking everybody that has any kind of a business connection with Israel to sever it? Well, we're targeting particular companies. The BDS is targeting particular companies to highlight the problem. And of course, it's true that a lot of companies are investing in Israel and Israel is a is a powerful country, particularly because the United States stands behind it. But one of the reasons that the BDS was created was because of the fact that Israel continually fails to abide by international law. In 2004, there was a case before the ICJ, which basically uh, claimed that Israel is breaking international law through setting up these settlements. The case was successful. Israel carried on. 
this and this wasn't the only case mm. again and again and again so they were like well what are we going to do there seems to be no way in which it's going to comply and the governments of the world don't seem to be pushing it to do so so consumers themselves people themselves should start to take action and i think that at least we're hoping to kind of inform people mm. would you be suggesting for example that one, when, when one goes shopping and for the weekly yeah. shop, but it be it Super Value, Duns, Tesco, Aldi, Little, wherever you go. Are you suggesting that, and because a lot of fresh produce like fruit and veg now has to have the country of origin on it, are you suggesting yeah. that stuff, that country of origin is Israel, be left on the shelf? What I think was a better idea is that you go up with it to the to the to the manager and say that you object. And I obviously I don't think you should buy it, but I think you should let the manager. But to the, the manager, the poor room manager, and has no say. If you're going to a super value but the store, manager or, can get onto his boss, can't he? But they have no say, say to them, too. You're, at, at that 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 decision well, to stock that so product is made at corporate level, like. Well, corporate level the steps up to corporate level and if enough complaints are made up to corporate level then corporate level will make a decision we're not going to stock it i mean look at mcdonald's mcdonald's has had to come out and say that it you know it regrets well perhaps it doesn't say regrets but it's come out to respond to the fact that so many people have stopped going there internationally because of its connections its connections well it it, it provided free meals to Israeli soldiers, you know, like they were taking uh, selfies, having these meals before they went in on their attacks over Gaza territory. So, yes, McDonald's has been made to pay for that and Starbucks as well. So there has been an impact. It's like as much as anything else, it's an awareness mm. that people have of what's going on. You know, and that companies that you think are like neutral or not involved are involved because, as you say, the financial ties are there and we want to expose them. And as I said earlier, the BDS, that's what the BDS aims to do is to bring to light what's going on and to help people to take some action themselves. So hopefully people Mm. will listen and people will respond and and also get involved in the campaigns, come along on the demonstrations mm. and show your show your support for the solidarity campaign. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And would there be more uh, peaceful? And I am absolutely accept that it was completely peaceful and that yeah. nobody was disencumbered in any way. But will there be more? Like, where is? Give, give me another list. I'm looking down on onto Patrick Street. And uh, round into the Grand Parade. What other companies in the city centre have connections that you would find troublesome? Well, like, I don't know what plans there are, but Starbucks is there and McDonald's is there. But I don't know what plans there are. I'm not making any, okay. you know, statements of any intention to do that. But just one thing I wanted to say there, and I, I, I have to say this because it's important. Last week, Cove, where I'm from, Cove, I'm the chair of the Cove Palestine Solidarity Campaign. Uh-huh. Our, the, the entire Cove Municipal District brought a motion to Cork uh, City Council, sorry, Cork County Council, and it was taken under any other business. And that Cork County Council voted unanimously to support the BDS. So that means that Cork County Council and Cork City Council now both commit not to 
purchase any uh, Israeli goods, to boycott Israeli goods. So it's not just us as a small group saying mm. this. This is this is something that our elected representatives have taken well, up. And hopefully that will become something then that's bigger. Kate is reminding us of the time, and I remember interviewing them yeah. later, and they made a they wrote a book about it, the Dunn stores workers refused oh, to oh, handle goods during the apartheid movement. I, yeah. I, and I remember that very, very, very well. Yeah, I well, it was the reason I got involved in political activity yeah. because they were just so inspiring, you know. And and I think that, like the fact that Israel, sorry, the fact that South Africa is so involved at the moment in bringing the case to the ICJ shows, you know, the relevance of that campaign, mm. the impact of that campaign. You know that everybody remembers Ireland standing up. Uh, for uh, people in South Africa and now hopefully people will remember Ireland standing up also for people in mm. Palestine and the boycott campaign is part of that. John in Cove is asking on the phone uh, and why do they not protest about killings on a vast scale in the likes of Syria and, and Yemen? There seems to be a strange focus on Israel. I'm not minimising what is happening there but I get uncomfortable when it's only one country highlighted. Feels hypocritical, well, says John. I, I absolutely agree that we should be protesting about those killings and those massacres as well. There's a lot going on in the world to protest about. But this particular issue is, I think, is at the centre of so much of what's happening in the world today. It's in the Middle East um, and it's, you know, it's on our screens day and night, the deliberate killing of Palestinians and the deliberate flouting of international law. And I think that it has to be stood up against. And I hope that Irish people will pressurise their government to do more. And I hope that the boycott divestment campaign will bring what's happening to light as well and, and, and continue to support that. And particularly as our elected representatives are taking it up. So I don't disagree with John, but I just think you could, you know, you, 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 by supporting this campaign, you're also, in a way, you're supporting those other campaigns because you're making an issue of something which is at the heart of the mm. way we're, we're, our world um, operates today. Briefly, as it's as it's topical, and do you think that Ireland should be sending an entry to the Eurovision Song Contest as we intend to do? No, I don't. I think we should boycott the Eurovision Song Contest. I think that the Eurovision Song Contest will probably be quite uh, a controversial affair this year because of the uh, antagonism of many people in the world to Israel taking part. Um, I think that Ireland shouldn't take part in the basketball um, game with Israel either that's coming up. And I definitely don't think that Irish politicians should be going with their shamrock to Washington on Patrick's Day. And actually, the SDLP has been the first, to be fair, to say that they are not going to go to the celebrations on Patrick's Day at, at the White House, mm. which I think is a brave stand. And I hope our other politicians take the same stand. I think it would be much more powerful for Irish politicians to say as much as they want to have good relations with the United States, they will not condone this. I, I read it. So, yeah. some discussion about that over the weekend and and it was quite a polite discussion on one of the social media platforms where this man was, and he seems to have some Irish American connections, was making the point that there's no other country in the world has the opportunity on its national holiday to do the kind of business 
that our government and our industrial bodies like the IDA have over there. And we can make our point and voice our objection at those meetings. Staying at home achieves nothing. That was his argument. Yeah, well, so this, I'd say two things. Firstly, is money making more important than people's lives? That's the first issue. The second thing is what the SDLP are doing is they're going there to go to meetings and I would hope to protest because a lot of Americans are taken to the streets also against the attacks on Gaza, mm. but they're not going to the celebrations. So you're suggesting so Leo shouldn't go to the Oval Office? Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. With a gift with a gift to a president that's sending bombs in boats to um, Israel every week? Absolutely not. I mean, Irish Americans are in those protests in the United States. They're also opposed to the war. And I think you want to tell them that you're supporting their um, struggle against the war and not their government. So I think the celebrations, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um you have to have principles. And, and I think like so far, Ireland has been good in so far as that it hasn't withdrawn its funding from UNRWA. You, of course, the, 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 the withdrawal of funding from UNRWA since allegations were made last this week. Is the, yeah, Ireland this is the United Nations uh, group that there have yeah. been, it, it has been alleged, that there's no proof of exactly. it, but it has been alleged exactly. that they supported what happened on October the 7th. Yes, yeah. alleged alleged on the basis of information that came from questioning. Well, ele- alleged, regardless of where the information exactly. came from, Alleg- I guess. But well, alleged. Anyway, yeah. nothing, well, nothing has been proven, happened. as the song said. Nothing, nothing has, has been proven. proven. And the yeah. people have been exa- and the people have been sacked. And as Onra said, this is an act of collective punishment. Mm. And I am very proud, and I would not normally say this, that Ireland at this stage is refusing to. Um, to join the other nine who have cut their funding, including the United States. And if Ireland can stand strong on that, I think that Ireland can stand up to the United States. Well, I think I the statement, the, 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 if you like, the, the noises coming out of our political classes over the weekend were along the lines of, well, nothing has been proved. Yes, I know exactly. No, they have been. They have been strong on it, definitely. Mm. And that's extremely good. And I I really hope that they don't buckle on that. And I hope that that, you know, feeling of principle that they have over this question extends to all aspects of its dealings with the United States and Israel. Okay. Anyway, thank you so much for giving us the opportunity. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it. Thank you, Shane. I've enjoyed that. And, and rather, Anne McShane. I've enjoyed that uh, conversation. And Anne is a solicitor, human rights solicitor in particular, and um, was part of that group on Friday, the Cork Palestinian Solidarity Campaign. It's kind of a broad conversation. She mentioned two companies, well, AXA, three companies, AXA Insurance. She's suggesting that if you have AXA Insurance on your car, your house, whatever you have it on, that at the end of the, at the end of the uh, current contract that you have with them, that you should go to another company. And if enough people did that, then AXA would get the message of maybe pull out of, of their business in Israel. That's, that's one view that she, she also reckons we shouldn't go to Starbucks because they have, Israeli ties, we shouldn't go to McDonald's because of this story. And I did hear that story that McDonald's gave free food to members of the Israeli Defence Forces. What little I know about the area, and it's 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 minuscule, um, is there are it is there are dozens of companies that have business ties to Israel because Israel is a very technologically advanced na- nation. And they suggest, Anne and others would suggest we don't do business with any business 
that has connections at the moment to Israel. I'd like your, 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 your thoughts on that. I'd also like your thoughts on, we are sending Bambi to Eurovision. Um, your thoughts on whether we should even be going at all. Uh, would, would, would you deliberately not buy a product that had written on it, fruit, vegetable, whatever, produce of Israel? Would, would you leave it after you on the shelf at the moment? Um, just that kind of thing. Uh, just a general conversation, not getting too political about it, but your own feelings, I'd, I'd like to know. Then Mary says, why should I charge, why should I change my insurance company when it's the only company that is cheaper for me? How do we know that other companies aren't doing the same thing, says Mary. But Shona says, outrageous, I'll be staying with AXA. Both sides are as bad as each other. Kate reminds us of the Duns workers. Uh, Barry says, where were these people when Irish troops were killed and injured in the Middle East by various factions? Annoying old curtain twitchers is all they are, <laughs> says Barry. Of course Leo will go before he's kicked out of government, says Shona. A free trip. Yeah, 0818-969696. On the Eurovision, Iceland may well end up sending a gay Palestinian man to Eurovision. Uh, there's a man called, a pop star called Bashar Murad, who is in the final selection for Iceland's Eurovision song. That's interesting. Corks 96 FM.